Hey there, moms. And kids. Welcome to the Unclutter It Mommy and Me podcast. <laughs> Every other week, we will discuss simple solutions for getting different aspects of your home and life organized. And when we're not talking about organization, we will bring you bi-weekly episodes just for your kids. That's right. In order to practice those organizing tips you learn here, you can pop on every other episode where we will entertain your kiddos with fun facts, jokes, and maybe even sneak in a few subliminal kid-related organizational messages while you get to work. So let's get organized and have a little fun while we do it. Let's get organized! This week, I want to talk about one little trick that has helped me become a better person. It's not an organizing trick per se, but I think when you're a better person, everything in life gets easier. And if you're listening to this podcast, that probably means that something in your life is unorganized or maybe it's overwhelming. And if that's the case, I know I'm always happy to take any help I can get. I want to share with you how I adopted an attitude of gratitude and how that helps me organize my life a little easier. If you check into your social media page, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what have you, or even just briefly watch the news on any given day, you can find numerous depressing events happening all around the world as we speak. (laughs) There are children starving, natural disasters destroying entire towns, people dying, major catastrophes, pandemics, people. On a less global scale, some people feel burdened just living in their messy, unorganized homes. They're struggling in their relationships. Their kids won't stop fighting with each other. There are work responsibilities that just keep piling up, along with hundreds of other conflicts that come up throughout the week. It's extremely easy to just focus on the bad because it's literally always there. But... It's important that you learn the art of focusing on the good. Because without gratitude, you lose sight of what's truly important. So, how do you get to that point in your life where you can practice being grateful? Even when your world seems like it's crashing down around you? I know, it seems pretty impossible. But with practice, it can be done. All right, so what am I talking about? I want you to start a grateful journal. Now, I didn't come up with this idea on my own. Obviously, you can come across this idea pretty easily on the internet. But I happened upon it after first reading The Happiness Project by Gretchen Rubin. It's a great book. You should pick it up. But it's simple. What she says is just write down three things that you're grateful for each day. It's just three things that don't suck about your life right now. (laughs) If you're having trouble, let me give you three easy ones. Okay? You're alive. You have access to running water. And you're not going to go hungry today. Also, here's another one. 
you have a phone or a computer with internet access because you're listening to this podcast. Wow. Sometimes just getting back to the basics is the easiest and best place to start. Maybe internet isn't a basic need in life, but you get my point. The goal is to become a very positive, optimistic person. You want to be that person that can find the good in any situation. Here's an example. It's pouring rain. Your car is broken down on the side of the road. Your phone is completely out of battery. But anyway, you still want to be that person who can calmly remember that through all of these struggles, this too shall pass. That's a hard one, I know, but you can do it. You can change your mindset. It won't be all sunshine and rainbows all the time. I mean, it's raining. Your car's broken down after all. But you can learn to change your mindset so you'll be better prepared in the midst of any unfortunate situation, even a really bad one. I used to be a pretty big complainer. World-class champion, if you will. When I was little, I would complain. And my family would say, why are you always complaining? And I would just say, I'm not complaining. I'm pointing out the facts. It's hot. Okay, that's definitely complaining. (laughs) So I was really good at it. Until I hit my rock bottom. My whole life, I had gotten pretty good at finding at least one thing to complain about, no matter who I was with, where I was, I could find something bad. I had a nice house, a good job, people who loved me. Oh, but it's cold outside. You can always complain about the weather. There's food on the table. I have a closet full of clothes, no physical ailments. I'm feeling great. But there's nothing new to wear. Yeah, I know that sounds bad. I did an excellent job of picking out and drawing attention to my first world problems because that's what those things are. Anyway, fast forward to the year I had a new baby. I suffered postpartum depression. A year after my daughter was born, I went through a messy divorce. My dad was diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease. And suddenly, I had some real actual problems on my hands. It was a struggle just to get out of bed in the morning in order to take care of myself. Not even my new baby, just myself. And most mornings turned into afternoons by the time I managed to even get out of bed. Every day just seemed like a chore. It was so overwhelming. And finding something to be grateful about was Definitely not a priority. It wasn't a habit that I had created for myself to find good. I had created a habit to find bad. So every day I would just let grief wash over me. And not having learned the tools to take control of the situation and change my mindset, I was choosing to focus on the bad instead of the good. Grief That year in particular was my constant companion. At the time, I didn't realize that having gratitude every day could have also provided me with kind of a comfort 
that wouldn't have left me and would have been able to anchor me to the here and now instead of focusing on all of the failures for my past and the rocky road ahead with the divorce and my dad getting very sick. Without gratitude, I completely lost sight of what was important in my life. Luckily, I did end up finding the tools that I needed in order to begin what I called my grateful project. And it literally transformed my life. So after allowing myself to wallow in sadness for far too long, I went out and bought a journal. And one day I just simply wrote down three things that I was grateful for when I woke up. The first step was going out and buying a journal. The second step was making time to do it. And the third step for me was actually writing it down. I forced myself to do it again the next day and the next. I purposely used the word forced because I did not want to choose the good. There were lots of bad things happening in my life. But sometimes we have to force ourselves to do the things that we don't want to do until it becomes a habit. Anyway, so soon I started focusing on what little blessings I could find throughout my day. And I continued to choose the good over the bad. I started changing my mindset, picking good instead of bad. (laughs) It was hard, but I did it. And I stopped lying in bed every day, not wanting to get up anymore, not taking care of my responsibilities as a new mom. Over time, not overnight, it took a while, but after a while, I did realize that I actually had a lot to be grateful for, despite all of my hardships. Now, we shouldn't compare our misfortunes to other people's, but sometimes when you do that, you compare yourself to someone else who has it much worse off than you, it can remind you of all the good that you've forgotten in your own life. I had forgotten the blessings, small and big. Because I started focusing on the positive, I trained myself and learned to stop complaining so much. I actually had to do the work. Now, years later, when I transported myself back to those dark memories where getting out of bed seemed impossible. I can't even believe that was a part of my life. I realized more than ever how much I had taken for granted and how much more I had to be grateful for now. So how does being grateful help you live a more organized life? Thank you for asking. (laughs) Having a positive attitude and being grateful for what you have puts you on the fast track to getting your life organized because you are no longer ungrateful for all the piles of stuff that surround you. But instead, you're now grateful for the opportunity to practice letting go. You're able to see the blessing of being able to purchase things and have the stuff that you needed just when you needed it. You're no longer ungrateful about the hard work you'll have to put into clearing your clutter mountains, but now instead, you're grateful for the opportunity to be able to donate items to other people 
who truly need them more than you do. You are able to see the blessing of being able to help other people instead of focusing on the bad. You're no longer ungrateful because your family leaves a trail of clutter wherever they go because now you are grateful to have that opportunity to show them that you care by picking it up. (laughs) You're able to see the blessing of being able to serve the people that you love the most. Don't get me wrong, it will still be annoying as, you know, when your husband pretends like he doesn't know where his clean socks are, or when your children leave their Legos all over the floor and you step on one in the middle of the night, starting a grateful journal is not going to turn you into a saint, (laughs) but with practice, you will begin to notice and choose the good. Remember what's important. Literally count your blessings. Each morning when you wake up or maybe each night before you go to bed, whatever's most convenient for you that you can keep up with. At that time, list three things that you're grateful for. Make a list of the people, things, experiences that matter most to you. Hopefully, Your list could be as long as your pile of never-ending laundry. (laughs) After you write down all of your blessings, pay attention to how you feel. If you're like me, you will be so humbled. You'll be feeling blessed and happy just to be alive. Don't let those feelings disappear. Remind yourself every single day by writing down three things you're grateful for. You could just say them out loud, but I think writing them down cements it into your brain. Now, you can feel free to write even more, but don't get overwhelmed because you're trying to start a new habit. And when you try to do too much at the get-go, sometimes you get overwhelmed and then you just stop doing it altogether. So three is a manageable number. Just write down three. Because you don't want it to become too hard and too time-consuming. The internet tells us it takes 66 to 254 days for a habit to become automatic. So that means it takes over two months of doing something, sometimes longer, for you to do something over and over and over before you just automatically do it. Don't give up. Don't give up after a week. Don't give up after a month. Keep forcing yourself to do it. Eventually, after all this gratitude work, you won't even think twice about discovering the good in every situation. Trust me, I know. It's time to talk about our timer task for the week. That one thing you've been putting off, not making time for, not putting at the top of your list, maybe it's something that takes you 30 seconds. Maybe it's putting a letter in the mailbox. Maybe it's finishing a sink full of dishes. It could be something that you do every single day and today you just don't have the energy. Or 
It could be a project that you've been putting off and you just have not found the motivation to get started. So today is about choosing that activity and just starting. Set a timer on your phone, on your watch for 10 minutes, maybe even five minutes. Just get yourself started. That's usually the hardest part. And then once you get going, you find the motivation and the momentum to keep it up. My timer task today. Sometimes I have a rare random day off from work and I have a complete block of time for five, six hours until I pick my daughter up from school. And you would think I would get even more done during that time than I would if I had, say, only an hour. But sometimes when you have so much time, the opposite is true. You find yourself just lollygagging. I love that word, lollygagging. Lollygagging around the house and just kind of putzing around, getting little bits of things done. But you never actually accomplish one big goal. Does that happen to you? It happens to me. Unless I intentionally set a block of time to get a project done. Or sometimes it's to write a podcast or I'm trying to write a book. Sometimes it's to set time aside to actually write a chapter or to edit a chapter. If I don't set aside that time for myself, it just somehow evaporates. I don't know where time goes. But if I don't make the time, nothing gets done. So today is one of those days. I have the day off. I have several hours. I am making this podcast. That's one timer task. But after this podcast is recorded, I want to set 10 minutes aside to read a book. That's it. I just want to start reading. If I don't start, I find other things to do instead. I'll do the dishes or I'll go outside and start raking some leaves or I'll start mopping the floors. There's always something else that could be done and that maybe should be done. But I like reading and I want to make time for it. So today my timer task will be to set a timer, sit myself down on the couch which feels wrong in the middle of the day, but sit myself down and actually read for 10 minutes. And who knows, maybe it will turn into an hour of reading. That would be amazing. But at least if I force myself to do that 10 minute time block, I will at least have done 10 minutes of reading. And that's better than none. Don't you think? Good luck getting your own gratitude project started this week. Maybe the thing that you need to do in order to start is to go to the store and buy yourself a cute journal. That's the first step. Or maybe you have a journal just laying around your house. Grab it, put it on your desk, put it somewhere where you know you're going to use it. And maybe today or tomorrow, write down three things that you're grateful for. Let's form this habit of having an attitude of gratitude. What are you grateful for? Well, thanks for joining us this week on the Unclutter It Mommy and Me podcast. 
I'm Bridget. And I'm Briella. Have a fantastic rest of your week and good luck getting organized, mamas. Remember, the most important part of organizing is making the time to do it and actually getting started. That's all for this week. Happy Happy organizing. organizing!